what's going on y'all what's up what's up this uh, you are uh listening to uh, mills speaks i am mills the virgo this is a hot spot right here on the mic and i'm gonna try my hardest to not move from this spot because this is the spot right here it's the spot okay I got the mic plugged in, or the headphones plugged into the mic so I can actually hear exactly what's happening um, on the mic at all times. So I'm very excited about that. I um, probably won't be listening the whole time, but I like to make sure these levels are good first. So, um, listen, it's Friday, January the 31st. Listen, January's been a motherfucker, okay? been a motherfucker and it really wasn't that bad until this week um for me all right so as we all know on sunday uh kobe bean bryant passed away jesus Ugh. So Kobe, Kobe passed away um, in a helicopter accident. Um, to be able to even say these words without getting my voice quakery, okay? The, 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 the shaky voice, it took a couple of days. A couple of days. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so Sunday, I was um, asleep. Um, no, no real sports going on until late in the day, 3 o'clock. So I went to sleep. I, I told... I told Alexa to uh, wake me up at three o'clock. I had to say it like that because she's sitting right next to me, and if I say it out loud, then she's gonna light up, and it's gonna be a situation. But um, so I, <laughs> I set the alarm. I got up, um, um, and then I think I fell back asleep. Woke up at three o five and said, "Okay, fine. Uh, Pro Bowl's on. Let's turn the TV on." Right? Did that. Um, as soon as I turned the TV on, I got like a breaking news thing, right? And I'm just like, well, what the hell does Trump do now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did y'all raggedy ass president do now? Okay. And I'm trying to see about these boys in this football game. That doesn't matter, right? Well, the news wasn't about Trump this time. The news was about Kobe. They, they, they flashed a little caption down there, and I, my heart literally sank all the way down to my stomach when I saw Kobe Bryant dead at 41, bruh. I just can't even understand. I can't understand. And, I, you know, we, we don't ever understand these things because if, if it were up to us humans, you know, everybody would probably live forever. Right? Overpopulated, we wouldn't have enough space on Earth, right? Um, it's a process, and it's a... Um, it's a necessary thing, death. But when you, when it's so sudden, when it's an accident, a clear accident, um, then you heard there was five people on the plane, which ended up being nine others, right? Um, okay, but then, mm, then it's Kobe and thirteen-year-old daughter, and then thirteen-year-old friends and family of the, the, the teenagers and they're all going to this game the tournament they're sitting there waiting on them to arrive everybody's there they're waiting on Kobe and Gianna and these other players to come um, I, co- I think another coach was on the on the uh, helicopter and then some parents was on the helicopter <sighs> mm, 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 mm. so for me 
I can't even imagine what Vanessa Bryant's going through with having to uh, bury not just the husband, the love of your life, the person you've been with since you were 17, 18 years old or so. Um, and then that seems bad enough. But what's actually worse is having to bury a child, I would imagine. That's terrifying. Y'all woke up as a family of six. And y'all went to bed as a family of four. Now that's fucked up. So I'm not trying to be super sad here. I just know that it was it was a process for me to be like this. Because I was hurt, hurt. Okay? Like, immediately heard the news crying hurt. Um, Monday was a fucked up day. Just and, and just in general, like, not even have anything to do with this. But, like, just in general, it just didn't feel like a day that needed to be. You know what I mean? Like, everybody at work was kind of like, ugh. You know what I mean? It's it, it just, it was rough. And then, of course, we're still getting news information. We're still getting all the coverage and, oh, the, you know, the helicopter should have been downed and it was foggy and this and that and that and this and there was no black box and, you know, uh, and then they're showing the coverage of the basketball players that had to play during this time and these guys are breaking down on the court, sitting on the bench, can't keep their shit together, um, emotionally um, broken was the entire I would say league but really I want to say the world and I would say that that's over the top but I have a, a good friend named Princeian and he lives in the Philippines and I, I met Princeian because we used to work together through one of my other companies he was a vendor of ours and he was a leader and um Princeian, Princeian and I once you know we both parted ways with our respective companies. We um, we remain friends, you know, Facebook friends and such like that. And me and Princeian shared this love for Kobe fucking Bryant. Um, I remember he posts stuff about him all the time back back in the day. And um, sometimes when I'd post videos or whatever, he'd just be like, I love Kobe. And I'm like, yeah, Princeian. And Princeian was completely heartbroken. <laughs> Like, he was so heartbroken, man. It was ridiculous. Like, um, he's, he's just posting every day. He's posting murals that's popping up in Manila and different parts of the Philippines. They, they've done this huge court court um, mural. It's a basketball court, but it's they did the mural on it on the blacktop, and it's a beautiful portrait of Kobe. And then, of course, every other city, every other country, it's it's a lot of this it's a lot of this and i can't actually remember a bigger star dying like this outside of it being maybe a michael jordan i mean michael jackson and maybe whitney houston right but <sighs> this one hurt like john ritter for me so people you guys don't know this but i i'm a huge three companies three's company fan all right love problem child love john ritter thought he was hilarious he was ridiculous over the top but i thought he was hilarious he had he was on a show at the time and i can't remember what it what was it, it was even called and i think his actual real wife um was on the show or something like that um and i think she was the mom from from problem child 2 which is probably my favorite i love problem child but problem child 2 with the little girl oh my god it was fantastic them kids was bad as shit 
Um, but no, I love John Ritter. And when John Ritter passed away, that really fucked me up. Like, I really, really, my heart was hurt. Hurt, hurt about that. But, you know, I, I pressed on. I pressed on. You know what I mean? But um, this one right here. Oh, this one. This one right here hurts worse. Worse than any of them. This one hurts worse than even when I found out about Aaliyah back in 2001. Because um, she was my absolute fave. Um, this hurts worse than that. Um, and I think the main reason why it hurts the way that it does and people are taking it so hard is not just because he was a fantastic basketball player and not because he was a fucking killer out here, not because he worked at harder than everybody in their fucking mother, not, not, not because of any of that. It was because we had an opportunity to see the transformation between the asshole, the quote, asshole killer, right? Um... All I want to do is win. That's all I give a fuck about, guy, right? We got to see that guy transform into what we knew Kobe Bryant to be the past several years. Um, a teacher, a mentor, you know what I'm saying? A coach, you know what I'm saying? And then, of course, he's always been a daddy's. Daddy's, um, you know, uh, I was going to say a daddy's girl, but uh, always a girl dad. Always a good girl dad. And, um... And so, and if you guys don't understand what the girl dad is, the, the hashtag girl dad uh, is a movement going on. You probably have seen your uh, favorite male celebrities or friends or whatever um, posting pictures with them and their daughters um, with the hashtag girl dad um, because L. Duncan did a fantastic um, piece on Kobe, basically talking about how when she first met him. They had a discussion about, you know, oh, you know, you think you want to have, you know, more kids. And he was basically like, yeah, and, you know, wifey wants to, to try for a boy or whatever. And they joked that they would get, you know, have another girl. And she was like, well, what would you do if you had another girl? And he was like, I'd have five more girls, five more girls if I could or whatever. And, um, and then, you yeah, know. The girl dad moniker was was born okay um so if you haven't seen that check that out on youtube i think you can catch catch that video on youtube i tried looking on instagram on her page in various places but i couldn't find it anywhere so maybe they took it off but it's definitely on youtube but um yeah man it's just it's hard for me so tonight so tonight is the first time the lakers are playing again um, they've completely revamped the floor. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited for this. It's 6.50 p.m. right now. The game starts at 10, so I've got a little less than four hours to, you know, to go to wait wait on this game. Or I guess a little over three hours. Let's just cut it down. And um, I'm really excited. I'm going to put on my Kobe jersey. Yes, I am. I'm going to sit uh, here, um, and I'm probably going to shed some tears tonight. And I pray this will be the last time until the, I'm sure, publicized funeral. And I really hope that it's not like the Nipsey Hussle ones and the Aretha Franklin. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like he deserves all of that. So let's not get it twisted. But I just kind of hope it's not like that. But I just kind of feel like it is going to be and it has to be because it'll probably be in the Staples Center. Um, although, you know, uh, Vanessa and her family are extremely religious. They're Catholic, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I remember during the time when Kobe was trying to make sure that she didn't leave. <laughs> and he bought her like a church. He bought her a church. 
like for her mom or some crazy shit like that so like they they're heavy into religion and you know for a long time I, I didn't I didn't like Kobe Bryant I didn't I didn't like Kobe Bryant I was younger um I had multiple issues with Kobe um I wasn't a basketball fan so I didn't stand out for like Michael Jordan but I was aware of who he was I knew that he was supposedly the greatest and I knew that the niggas at school always had all of the sneakers right that's what I knew for the most part about all of that shit so for me when Kobe first came out in the way that he was he was fairly arrogant he was just trying to he's a young man trying to find his way but as a person who was also a young person I couldn't see that that's the type of work ethic that prowess that takes to be successful because I was just too young I didn't nobody knows that um so I didn't actually start liking Kobe or the Lakers until I want to say 2008 2008 because um I believe that was the year that Kobe asked for a trade to the Clippers He's, I don't know what the fuck was going on that year. All I know is Kobe was like, get me the fuck out of here. I want out. I'll go to the worst team in the league. But I got to get out of here. And that was the year, if I'm not mistaken, that he pulled through and, you know, won the championship. And when I saw that, I remembered back to, it was like December. And I remember when he requested the trade very publicly. I remember the press conference and everything. And I sat there while I was watching ESPN. And I was like, wow, Kobe, you really trying to leave the Lakers? You know what I mean? And so just to put it in perspective, so so Kobe was always in the background, you know, of my life. Um, sports life, that is. And so I didn't have an opinion one way or the other at that time about him. You know what I mean? Shaq had left. Um, Shaq had gone on to win a championship with D-Wade down in Miami and Kobe had yet to find success again what, once Shaq was gone so the, the running joke was well Kobe can't even get it done without Shaq <coughs> excuse me Kobe ran Shaq out of LA and now he can't win right that was the whole narrative that was what everybody assumed that was what the situation looked like but quite frankly it was the opposite it was the opposite and I can really respect and appreciate um, the way that shit went down. Because at the end of the day, yeah, y'all should have stayed together. Yeah, y'all should have had 10 championships, literally 10. Yes, y'all should have. Absolutely, you should have. But you know what? Egos. Egos. You know what I mean? So, it's just uh, unfortunate. But so what? How that? So that year turned into... So that year turned into me saying well damn I, I like Kobe wow Kobe Kobe actually fucking puts in the work and if I'm not mistaken let's see I want to say they didn't even win that year I want to say they took their asses to the damn playoffs uh, that year and got to the finals I want to say they did that and yeah, no, I'm 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 correct. It was 2009 when they won it, and so that means it was December of 2008 when his ass sat up there saying he wanted a goddamn trade, and that had to be the year after. Um, that had to be the year after they lost 
to the the Boston Celtics. That was the very first year that Boston's big three was together. So that was um, that was Kevin Garnett, that was uh, Ray Allen, and then that was uh, Paul Pierce. Okay, they were together. First time that this shit had been put together like this. Okay, um, and they won. They won the first year, and I remember they beat Kobe and. And I watched that game and I said, damn, damn, y'all niggas really almost had that. And, and Kobe was such a beast in that shit. And, um, and I think they had like a show called The Association and they showed, they showed the Lakers that season and they showed how Kobe requested that trade. And then they started working and they started playing well and stuff. And he started getting, developing that relationship with Pau Gasol. And he started, you know, getting Andrew Bynum together. Lamar Odom and motherfucking Derek Fisher was right. And Matt Barnes and Shannon Brown was coming off the fucking bench. Like it was, it was just next level. So the next year, um, you know, after they had lost, I was all in. I said, okay. I said, okay, I'm, I'm really, really all in on this. I said, all right, well, let me see what they do. So they got to the finals again, Boston again. Um, I believe this series was the series that Ray Allen hit all them fucking threes. It was like a historical night. It was in L.A. I'll never forget it because um, a good friend of mine was at the game. He was um, in California on business, and he was at the game, and he was like, it was magical sitting there watching Ray Allen hit all them threes, and it was like, but yeah, but then Kobe came out, and it was just like, man, it was crazy. So, so I gained respect as a Virgo would. Virgos respect hard work and dedication and getting it done. Um, There's there's a school. There's a school that one of my favorite Virgos created, and it's the school, it's the school of getting it done. And um, her name was Bonnie King, and I believe she's gotten remarried now. I can't remember her last name, her new last name, but it's the Bonnie King School of Getting It Done. And what that really was was at our job if we had crunch time we had 30 minutes to get some shit out and it was an unfeasible amount of widgets that we had to hit bonnie bonnie king never met a challenge that she could not motherfucking handle and we always met the goddamn goal we always did i don't give a damn what kind of stress you was under to get that push we always met because there's something in a Virgo that says we gotta get this shit and we gotta get this shit together right fucking now. Okay? Um, it does come off as arrogance. It does come off as um, like super confident. It's really not. It's simply put trying to get it done and get it done the best way possible, which is normally the most efficient way. We don't wanna work any other way but efficiently. So. I immediately respected the fuck out of Kobe and said, man, they sat here and said this man was like this. There's no way he was like that. That man was trying to work. I said, no wonder nobody likes you because you trying to get a motherfucking ring again. And they out here trying to play. They playing. Oh, you know, I had a friend who didn't like Kobe because she was just like, you don't have to be an asshole to, to be successful. And, you know, that's spoken just that's spoken like a person who's not successful. Right. You know, like 
yeah, actually, actually, you do have to be an asshole to be successful. You have to be on your shit constantly. You have to make sure that nobody's fucking you over. Nobody's taking advantage of you. You got to make sure that you're being heard at all fucking times because nobody has time for miscommunications. I'd rather make sure you hear me rather than think you did. And then we've got confusion later. Fuck all that. I'll clear it up. Right. It's just it's just a way it's a way to go about being it's not even a i'm set out to be an asshole today or a bitch today right it's just the way to be specifically speaking if you watch the homecoming uh you know documentary from beyonce on netflix there was a point in which they had a meeting and b was like i'm not giving you guys no more motherfucking notes you haven't taken the first notes so what's the point of giving you more notes i'm not giving you new notes you got the same old notes take the notes and approve upon that and don't come back here until it's improved upon i'm i mean what's the problem here what's the problem here right the same exact way same same exact way um i had more of this attitude and more of this this vibe when i was a vendor uh a vendor uh, manager at my previous job because i had to be I had to be, I was the face, I was the person who was in charge of the vendors. Any problems, they came to me. Any great things, they came to me. So I was responsible. I was held accountable. And in turn, I had to hold the vendors accountable and I had to hold, and I had to hold um, management accountable when they were fucking up. And so I got a great, um, I got a, um, a bit of a reputation around the job as kind of hard and if you talk to me you better have your shit together well i'm not 100 percent mad at that now some people would come off and say because i've been called these things the same things that people call kobe i've been called arrogant i've been called conceited i've been called an asshole i've been called a bitch i've been called all of these things i really don't give a shit because at the end of the day i'm trying to get what it done okay i'm trying to get what it done that's just that i don't give a fuck so overall i don't have to be a jerk to you period i don't have to be i'm not trying to be but when you know we put a plan in motion and then all of a sudden there's confusion now i gotta i gotta wonder should i have even put a plan together with your ass you see what i'm saying so i look at that kind of shit and i say wow i really can respect that from kobe there is a video of kobe um at practice one day this was you know phil jackson's there um lamar odom you know lots of people are there and kobe's just walking the fuck out of practice because he said man these motherfuckers ain't you're supposed to come to practice to get better these motherfuckers ain't helping me and he was just i mean cursing them out you're supposed to get come to practice get better oh shit listen i want you to find that video too that's the dopest shit i ever seen in my life that's the dopest shit i ever seen in my life because yes we're supposed to be getting better what am i wasting my time for what did i get in the goddamn helicopter to come up here fight through this traffic this air traffic you know what i'm saying leave my family come to this practice you people ain't doing nothing y'all ain't ready to work what am i doing here what am i doing here so a lot of people can't take that though a lot of people can't handle the pressure of being great or being held to a great like level, right? They can't take it. It, it doesn't. It doesn't jive well with everyone. Um, there are people who can step up to the plate who just sometimes are reluctant to do it. 
but they're capable and then there's people who is they're not capable they're not capable not even a little bit you know so i just i think the people that are not capable always were like well i'm i'm not going to la i'm not playing with kobe nobody wanted nelly i remember nelly the rapper nelly came on first take back when skip bayless was um was still on there and that man sat up there on the show and literally said nobody wants to come to la because nobody wants to play with kobe like nelly i'm not sure what I, i don't understand why he had so much to say but at the end of the day if you didn't want to come to the Lakers and work hard and get to a championship and be held at a championship level, um, like, if you didn't want that, then what the fuck are you playing basketball for? Like, for real! Like, what are you playing for? Just for the money? Okay, well then go play for the Atlanta Hawks. They'll pay you. You'll go, you'll go nowhere. You'll do nothing. Alright, where else? The Phoenix Suns? Oh, they'll pay you. You're going nowhere. You're doing nothing. Who else? Uh, Minnesota uh, Timberwolves, they'll pay you some money. They're going nowhere. Who else? Uh, what? Or- Orlando Magic, they pay you your money. You're going nowhere. Who else? Uh, shit. Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets, they'll pay you some money. Well, actually, Michael Jordan ain't paying you nothing. So, not only are they not paying you money, but your damn show ain't going nowhere. So, who else? Right? So, my thing is, is if you're going into, and this is really directed at Dwight Howard, who is currently on the Lakers yet again, okay? But this time under the tutelage of uh, LeBron James, as opposed to under the hard nose and the hard brow of Kobe Bryant. Like, um, uh, Dwight Howard was not ready to be on a team with a person who was willing to do any and everything to win. Dwight Howard wanted to play games. He wanted to be the smile guy. He wanted to do the high-flying dunks, get some nice, um, you know, top plays, you know, maybe win some games, get into the playoffs a bit, maybe bounce out at the first, second round, and that's okay for him because that was always acceptable and okay for him in Orlando. You see what I'm saying? Fucking Orlando. Well, guess what? Guess what? Not only did you do... Not only did you go over to the Lakers, which was a team with Kobe Bryant on it, who was the hardest worker in the entire league, but you did a a move that Shaquille O'Neal literally did too. Shaquille O'Neal was the big fish in a small pond in in Orlando, and he came over to L.A. um, just before Kobe was drafted. And, you know... And then history was made, right? You're doing the same exact move as Shaq. So when you do the same move as Shaq, you seem to be a better athlete than Shaq. Just a, you know, a freak of nature with Shaq. You see what I'm saying? And you're coming to a team with a killer like Kobe. The expectation is that you not come over here and be a pussy. You see? But that's exactly what he did. His entire pussy fell out, and Kobe punked him on a regular basis. They were mad and not playing and not talking for a long time. There were situations and times where him and Kobe were on the same page. They won decent games and shit. They ended up... um, they ended up um, getting to the playoffs. That was the the third year. That was the third year, the year in which, you know, if they would have won, it would have been a three-peat, a second three-peat for Kobe Bryant and then well, ultimately, what, a fourth three-peat for Phil Jackson's ass? You know what I mean? So, like, um, so it just was a disappointing season when Dwight Howard came over there and played like a little pussy. So, uh, you know... 
that's when things kind of got worse. Um, Kobe, Kobe stayed on the team. He got his contract. He got his money. And then, um, you know, that's when things kind of went from from bad to worse. And they got a new coach. They got Dan Tony. You know, they they had Dan, Kobe out here doing literally every single thing. He pops his Achilles. Okay, Dan pops his Achilles. All right, cool. He rehabs, rehabs, get better, get better, gets better, rehabs, rehabs. And then he busts that shoulder up. Okay, goddamn. Right. So then here we go. Fast forward to 2016 is when Kobe had his last game. And in true Black Mamba fashion, he came out. He dropped 60 on you hoes. 60 on you hoes. And then told you Mamba out. Okay. And then from that moment, we started seeing the transformation, the transformation, the evolution of a man. Um, The first cool thing was he wrote a book. Then he did a film. He won an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Then he said, okay, maybe coaching is the is the move because his little girl was getting old enough to play and stuff. So now coaching is the move. Um, the Mamba the Mamba tournament thing or the foundation or whatever is fantastic. I hope that continues on um, because young girls needed that kind of attention. Young girls needed that kind of support to say, you know what? You guys are the shit too and I can teach you how to be great. We will transform the WNBA with this program right here within the next five to ten years. You see what I'm saying? And so the potential is still there, but it would be bigger if it were Kobe was still around the big man on campus doing what is needed, right? But unfortunately, we're in a space now where that can't be. And not only can it not be for Kobe, but then you don't even have Gianna that can honestly push it forward because she was taken entirely too soon um, as well. And, you know, hearing a lot of players talk about little Gianna, apparently she was a complete beast and is a complete, well, it was a complete beast. And I'm talking, they're talking about her like how they look at LeBron's kid. Like, Le- like Bronny, he's he's so out of control. They talked about Gianna like they watched him. So I could only imagine how it would have looked five, six years in the future with Bronny out here in the NBA and and um, and the, uh, Gianna. I was gonna call her Natalia um, and Gianna out here. You know what I mean? In the WNBA. Like, that just... Jesus, what could have been, right? So, one can only hope that a lot of people, former players who have daughters, can can try to work their kid into something great. But, to be quite frank, I mean... Is there anybody that you'd rather work your kid out and and raise your kid up and coach your kid up than Kobe Bryant? (laughs) Like, ugh... Jesus, be a fence. And then, of course, there's all the people, the celebrities that have so much to say. You know, um, they got stories and stuff like that. Funny memes, um, funny things about Kobe. Because I think the overall consensus is that Kobe was a complete and utter asshole and serious in all of these things. And just coming from a, just coming from another Virgo we are extremely serious about things that we care about but on the flip side we love being goofy lovable and calm like there's no 
it's not one or the other with us. With us, it's that's how I'm feeling right now, right? You know what I mean? So I just, I just feel horrible about the fact that this is what's happening. Um, so now the city of LA and probably the state of California is still mourning significantly, but the city of LA is is probably um, it's it looks like a sad sight over there. Okay. The game tonight starts at 10 o'clock. They've got um, a whole new floor. they got the 8 and the 24 numbers on the floor. They've got KB uh, patches for the jerseys, and it's a big emblem on the actual um, floor for KB, for Kobe. Um, the NBA has changed up some rules for the in, the NBA All-Star Game. Um, they've changed some stuff up to honor Kobe. Um, so it's a lot of things happening right now that is it, it, well-deserved. Well-deserved. Um, a lot of things are caught in the moment things like, you know, people wanting the NBA to change the entire logo to Kobe. Okay, I know we're all in our feelings and we all want this, but, you know... I mean, let's, you know, easy, easy, Kellis. So, um, so yeah, man, I'm just glad that I'm able to, to get these words out finally. Um, I think I'll probably end up just letting this be a regular Kobe episode, and then I'll come back with, uh, with a week's worth of shenanigans. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just, uh, It just makes you look at life a little bit differently at times. And for me, I was telling my friends that I, you know, I've got high anxiety right now because for me, I always look at stuff like that. Like, you can't even help that, you know, like, you know, car accidents and, you know, things like that. Other transportation accidents like you're you're like, OK, OK, you know, you, you might can get into that accident and then you can totally uh, not die, right? But a plane or helicopter, any type of aircraft, that motherfucker comes down. I mean, it's it's certain death. I mean, there's there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And um, yeah, man, that's it's that's extremely scary and, and stressful for me. So I even found myself um, when I left for work the other day. My mom was outside walking the dog, and as I was pulling off, and then turning the corners and couldn't see them anymore I was stressed and my, my, my heart got to, to, to beating heavy and I'm just like okay I just want them to go in the house and then I'm getting to work and I'm calling hey you good you know what I mean just checking in on you you know that kind of stuff and yeah I know you know that kind of stuff this kind of you know tragedy kind of forces us all to kind of look at each other and look at ourselves but this is different this is a different level of anxiety like I I um I really have to to work through this one. So, you know, we're just going to pray. We're just going to really pray that that everyone in the situation, all the family that has been left to pick up the pieces, you know what I mean? Like, I hope that they can. I hope that they are able to, to, Jesus, cope, you know? 
Kobe's Kobe's family, the the his wife and his eldest daughter are the ones that are having the hard time right now, right? Because you know the two youngest daughters, you know, one's you know not even a one year old, and the other one is like four. So you know they're the four year old probably knows that something is wrong, but it's not like the the grief that the um, oldest and then the wife is experiencing. So it's crazy. Then there was that family that had the mother, father, and daughter on there. And then there's like two other siblings. Oh my God. Can you imagine your mom, dad, and little sister dying? And then now you got to be an adult now? You got to grow up? Jesus. Be with all these people. Be with all the family. Comfort them. Because I tell you, this is hard. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap it up right there. Um, I do have um, mixed feelings about some some things that are being reported, you know. We all know Kobe had issues in Denver, right? We all know this because this was public knowledge. This was, this was news, actually, at the time. Uh, so Kobe was, what, accused of rape and settled out of court, okay? So I remember... I remember that his in his statement he stated that he didn't think that what they did was cheating. Or excuse me, what they did what he did was rape or that he was um you know, the aggressor in the situation, but clearly she felt that way and for that, you know, he he wanted to go ahead and, and apologize. So I think at that time I probably would have been like, Man, what kind of fucking apology is that? And even right now, I'm probably looking like, man, what kind of stuff is this? Um, but I look at things not in a vacuum, but as, as they happen real time. And Kobe was, what, 24 at the time? 24 and married on the road fucking around. Um, so I really hope and pray that he didn't take advantage of that young lady in, in a malicious way. And that things were a miscommunication and misunderstanding. But I mean, realistically speaking, we know men. And men know better, right? So the question is, how do you how do you cover that while you're showing respect for Kobe's life, right? Well, I don't think that you even have to worry about that, right? You could you could say that could be a footnote in the story of Kobe Bryant. That is something that truly happened. That woman that he, you know, uh, had to pay. Um, that woman is out here still alive and seeing all of this coverage for Kobe Bryant and being, you know, super. I'm sure she feels fucked up one way or the other. Right. Because this man is has passed away. And in America, the world seems to love him, but probably her only, you know, thought about him is, is fairly negative, right? So it's just very hard. So I choose not to, to touch on that directly. Like I just, it happened and I'm aware and I held him accountable for that then. Um, and like I said, we got to see over the course of several years here, we got to see a really great uh, transformation really great transformation um, of a man 
a boy to a man. So, you know, we all have one life to live, and none of us are perfect, and we've done some fuck shit. You know, some of us more fucked than others, right? Some of us way less than others, too. I don't condone anything that may have happened. At the same time, I'm not... I'm not willingly trying to condemn that situation right now. Like, I'm not trying to put that first. I'm not trying to say, well, you know, he was a rapist, you know. You know, like, that's just not my thing. Um, I get it if it is your thing, but that's just not my thing. Um, So there's that. Um, And total all respect to the young lady. Like, I, I can feel both ways for me. I can totally feel like it's fucked up to add this to this story because this man's dead and then also but it's important to add it to the story because this shit happened and the young lady is still out here and the victim is still the victim you know so it's just about reconciling these things and trying to you know compartmentalize them things and make it right in your head and sometimes that shit just isn't right in your head that just is what it is so having said all of that I love Kobe Bryant I do um, I understood Kobe more than I feel most people did, and um, that's just one of my favorite Virgos just out of here. So it's crazy. I, I, Lord, please protect Beyonce at all at all costs. Okay, please, please, because if they take Beyonce out, I, I just don't know what I'm gonna do. Okay. I mean, I have seen her live, so I I do have that experience. But at the same time, no. She got kids, too. Don't take her out, Jesus. So, but, um, but yeah. So, so, so I'm going to wrap this up now. I'm going to wrap it up now. Um, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gianna. Uh, rest in peace to all of the other victims. If you give me just a moment, I want to show love to them all. show love for them all it's crazy and also apparently the company that owns that helicopter they completely suspended their operations they're devastated I mean 100% devastated they don't know what to do what to do okay so here we go here we go got Gianna Bryant 13, Peyton Chester 13, Alyssa Altabelli 14, Kelly Altabelli 46, and Christina Mauser 38. Then you have, of course, Kobe Bryant 41, John Altabelli 56, Sarah Chester 45, and the pilot Ira, or Aira, who was 50. Um, so, yes. That's what we've got, and apparently, I guess it was yesterday or two days ago when they officially found all of the all of the bodies, because um, it took a while. I think I was at work on Tuesday, and my boss was like, "They didn't find all the bodies yet." And I'm like, "No, no way! Like this, listen, it takes a while to get there." I said, first of all, it's on a whole hillside. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's hard to get around there in the first place to even do this investigation, and 
oh god and trying to find bodies or you know dental work or 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 dna or anything like that i mean it's (laughs) jesus and it's just so sad because she does not even have bodies like actual bodies to view you know so literally the last time that she saw them is probably the last memory of them outside of these beautiful beautiful pictures that have been going around social media and you know such so uh, my heart goes out to that family my heart goes out to all of the families um and my heart goes out to all of the basketball fans who loved and respected kobe bryant and was in you know waiting with bated breath to see what mama mamba sita was gonna do and all of that shit just like i'm waiting to see what Bronny does i can't wait to see this kid play in in college if he goes or you know straight to an nba like i i'm really excited to see a lot of these people and their kids you know come up so you know just you know hug your hug your people hold them tight love on them as much as you can because this life is not guaranteed word up all right i'm out holla